Atonement for Me, Episode 23, Q&A. Magical Misfits, it's Caden Ivy, and welcome back to Atonement for Me 2021. We made it out of 2020. This is pre recorded, so unless we didn't, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen between now and the end of the year. But hopefully, everything goes well. But the way it's been going this year, Anyways, so we're going to start off the year with a little QA. So fun random tidbits about me because I'm supposed to keep it nice and light for the first episode. Um, let's see. Who do you compare yourself to? Um, everyone and no one. Uh, de depends on my mood. Um, I'm like anybody else and I definitely compare myself to everybody all the time. But at the same time, I'll just do my own thing. So I guess it um, depends. <laughs> I'm terrible at these things. What's the most sensible thing you've ever heard someone say? Um, a couple years ago, somebody told me to treat myself as if I was my own best friend. And it really resonated with me because for the majority of, of my life, some of the things that I've done, I wouldn't let my best friends do that to themselves. So why was I letting me do that to myself? So that was probably the most sensible thing that has stuck with me, if that counts. Um, what's a belief that you hold that many people disagree with? Pineapple on pizza. It's a thing. I love it. Fight me. That is my controversial belief. Do you think crying is a sign of weakness or strength? I think it's both. It can be very cathartic and it can take a lot of strength in order to break down and cry and show that emotion um, or that vulnerability, but it can also definitely be a weakness if you're using tears to manipulate, or if you just uh, cry at the drop of a hat. I mean, I see when I'm like PMS crying, I see that as usual weakness in me, even though it's an emotional thing and it's a chemical thing, nothing to do with me. So I guess that would depend. What is the difference between living and existing? One, I have two main goals in life. One is at the end of the day to never say that I never lived. And two is to always feel like I'm in pajamas. So living versus existing. Living is what we do. Like it's survival, it's breathing, it's doing all the simple things that we need to keep going physically and to survive. That's, that's existing. Living is when you find joy and purpose and fulfillment 
in what you have and what you do. You're not just a shell on autopilot. You are aware of and appreciate the struggles that you face and are facing and you go through that for growth. You you take those emotions, you resonate with them, you think on them. It's more of mindless autopilot is my way of thinking on that. Is it possible to lie without saying a word? Yes. <laughs> Facial expressions, um, omission, absolutely. If you had to teach something, what would you teach? I don't know. I always told my mom that I never wanted to be a teacher in any way, shape, or form. So, probably not teaching, period. Although I have had interns before and that was a lot of fun, but I don't know that I'm a particularly qualified or effective teacher, if that makes any sense. Um, would you break the law to save the loved one? Yes, absolutely. Um, would you rather have less work or more work you actually enjoy doing? I love what I'm doing, so um, I'm pretty good with that as long as I get to pay the bills. That's the main thing for me. What are you most grateful for? There's so many things in my life I'm grateful for. My friends and family, my life, my dog. I don't know if there's one thing that I am exceptionally grateful for on its own, but I am so grateful for like everything. <laughs> um, what is the most defining moment of your life thus far? I've had some pretty good ones. Um, I don't know if there was like a pinnacle, but I mean, packing two suitcases and moving to Halifax, that was, that was pretty big. Um, being able to stand up and look my abuser in the eye and tell him no and have that wholehearted full body conviction behind it that was that was something um and fulfilling a dying wish that that one will also stick with me for ever so there's there's been so many really random moments in my life that have been 
very significant and have definitely altered my thought process. So I guess I'm really blessed in that regard. What gives your life meaning? Um, Vader and glitter? Yeah, pretty much my dog. <laughs> um, he's pretty much everything to me. And I don't know what I would do without him. What do you imagine yourself doing 10 years from now? I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. I don't even know what I'm having for supper. That's a real long-term plan. Just not comfortable with that one. What small act of kindness were you once shown that you'll never forget? I got left in downtown Toronto by my ex once and um, some really kind strangers kind of helped, like took me in, cared for me and helped me get home. So I will, I like, will never forget how kind and like how comforting they were. But I've had quite a few instances with random strangers who have completely made me reevaluate human kindness because they were exceptional. So thank you to those people in Toronto. What personal prism prisons have you built out of fear? Oh my God. Um, a lot. Uh, I'm a hermit because I don't like people and I don't like interacting with people. Trust is a huge thing. Um, it's really difficult and it has always been really difficult for me to connect with other people in a really intimate or personal way because it scares me. And that has definitely been a really difficult one to break out of. Um, Fear of failing, fear of letting people down, and a fear of not being enough. Those are pretty big walls I've built, but I at least am aware of those walls. I made them so I can climb them as well. And I put them there so I can dismantle them as well. So I guess we'll see how connecting with other people and trusting other people goes this year. And that's the tea.